Welcome to episode 103 of Crack the Customer Code, brought to you today by Audible. 30-day free trial for listeners at audibletrial.com slash customer code. More than 180,000 titles to listen to on your commute, your walk, while you're cleaning closets, etc. There's so much you can do with a free trial from Audible. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with the boss of badass customer experience and service, Adam Toporek. Whoa, we're getting a, <laughs> getting a PG-13 uh, title now. I like that. Yes, and many words. Yes. <laughs> it's, well, for, it's, it's not going to fit on a business card. Uh, don't be offended <laughs> if it doesn't go on my business card. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have... You know, you told me I should have a list, but you should really have a list of these titles and just have one of those fold-out business cards with all of the eccentric titles that I've given you throughout our 100-plus episodes here. But would I really be the boss of badass customer service if I kept my own list? Um, yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you would. <laughs> you would say anything <laughs> so you didn't have to keep the list, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe our listeners should keep the list. <laughs> there we go. Call us out if I if I repeat. Uh, so okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I couldn't remember them anyways. I could just make stuff up. <laughs> sure, she called you that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like wow, that one seems a little mean. You sure? <laughs> like I'm gonna go listen to a hundred episodes to make sure <laughs> to find yes, out. Right? <laughs> I think you should make that make that your assignment before episode 104. <laughs> that is my commitment. Yeah, you can plan on that being done. <laughs> I know that tone. <laughs> so, Jeannie, I heard you took a trip recently to the fair southwestern portion of this country. I did. Well, Austin, Texas. I'm not sure exactly how southwest that is, but south uh, by southwest is I was is about there. to say, what was the name of the conference you were at? <laughs> I know, but it's south by southwest, which I don't really know why they call it that now that you say that. Well, you know, if you talk to people from Texas, they would not accept that they are part of the southwest. They are part of texas and texas That's only right. texas is its own thing it is not yep. south it is not southwest it is just texas it is just Texas. You get the impression when you're there. They really, really believe that, too. So. They do. That's a, that's a shout out to all my Texas peeps. I know how they feel. It's, <laughs> Texas is Texas. That's all it is. <laughs> yep, that's very true. And here in Oak Park, Illinois, where I live, there is a house not too far from us that I walk by with the dog sometime, and they have a Texas flag and a big Texas star like on the front of their house. Like The Texas star is as big as one of my walls. <laughs> so they're clearly still feeling like they are part of texas <laughs> well yeah that's they're representing you know there's probably they're not representing. A, there's, <laughs> there's probably not a big bold uh texas contingent up there no well and i thought you were going to say there's probably not a big bold symbol for oak park that's true or illinois really michael jordan i don't know is probably yeah that's true <laughs> that's true we get that and sometimes it used to be bang bang for the the mobsters, the Chicago mobsters. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. You, you know what, Jeannie? I would like to do something for our listeners. I'd like to have an ad-free episode. What do you say to that? Wow. That's very generous of you. It's generous of you, too. <laughs> oh, wait a second. We already yeah, mentioned Audible, true. didn't we? Well, no more we ads. Did. And, so, you know, we, we love our sponsors, and it's a good uh, chance to just – Say thank you for that. Thank you to all of our sponsors for making these episodes possible. And, you know, anybody could be a sponsor if they really wanted to. That sounds a little like an ad. You're sort of stepping on my <laughs> thing, but okay. So here's the thing. I heard that 
reality is not really reality anymore as a result of South by Southwest. Is that true? Well, it's not a result of, but the big, big thing, and everybody kind of agreed on this, which doesn't always happen every year, but it does seem like every year at South by Southwest Interactive, which for those of you who may not know about it, is a ridiculously big conference festival as part of the South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas every year that covers music and film and now education and all these things. And interactive is huge. And so you see a lot of the cool next new things. And last year, the cool new thing was, uh, believe it or not, Meerkat. It was the, uh, you know, videos, live video streaming um, through your mobile. And then Periscope came out and Twitter uses Periscope. So now we can't even they remember won. what Meerkat was, <laughs> <They> yeah, <win>. <laughs> <laughs> which is what happens. But this year it was kind of a broader theme and it was about virtual reality. And we've known about this technology for a while. Google Cardboard has been out for a while, all of these things. But it really seemed to take off this year. And there were just so many examples everywhere you turned around. There was a demo. The um, I actually got some Google Cardboard thanks to AT&T who was just kind of handing them out. So I got to impress my kids with showing them some virtual reality. Cool. And uh, it's it was really spectacular. I mean, it was really different than the early days of this technology. But I think it poses a really important question because what's it really good for? <laughs> oh, I Which, think it's good for a lot of things. And I wasn't even there. Well, tell me, what do you think it's good for? Because I saw both good and not so good examples and I had some time to think about it and write about it and stuff. So I have my own opinions. But what are your opinions, well, Adam? Well, you got to see all the cool stuff. So I'm making this up as we go along. Well, first of all, I think it's important to note that it is virtual. And it's oh, there's a great quote from Woody Allen. I forgot. It's uh, He said, Coquette hated reality, but it was the only place she could get a good steak. <laughs> <laughs> Always love that quote. So nice. you know, anything that's virtual is by its nature virtual. But you know, one of the things I teach a lot, especially with digital customer service, is that every time, and you and I were talking a little bit about part of this offline, every time you remove some of the evolutionary human signals, okay, mm -hmm. facial expressions, body language, tone of voice, every time you remove that, you remove ways that we decode messages, that we decode people's content and what they are saying to us. So virtual reality helps put those things back. It's why video is better than telephones. You know, and, and when I say better, I mean for depth of conversation, obviously, a communication channel is only as good as what it's being used for. So for a quick answer, Twitter may be better. But mm -hmm. when, just, when I say better, I mean from depth of, per, depth of perspective, depth of connection, the ability to connect with a person. You know, a video chat's better than a telephone call because I can see you. I can see your expression. I can see you're not typing on your uh, iPhone while you're talking to me. Mm -hmm. right? I can see that you're engaged. So virtual reality gives us an even richer way to do that, a richer way to mimic in our digital disconnected world, the things that we really are evolutionarily attuned to do, which is to be face-to-face. -face. Well, that's interesting because I think the, the uses that I saw were not really playing that up at all. They were not really tapping into the face-to-face -face communication. They were tapping into it, – it is very immersive now. So you put the headset on, you put earphones on in some cases – and you feel like you're in this world, you can look all the way around. It's 360 degrees. You can look up. You can look down. All of it. And it does feel in some cases like you could 
reach out and touch things. But the uses that I saw were much more about that the environment and not really about what you're talking about, which is that human-to-human communication, which is probably the next step of this evolution. I mean, I would hope. I hope so. I'm a customer service guy. Of course, that's where I went. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I think what I saw were, you know, entertainment and gaming, that's the obvious place where this lives. And so that's really taking off. So people can really feel like they're part of the video game instead of just feeling like they're, you know, two thirds (laughs) of it. Right. And it's so that, you know, that is where the money's going. That's where the talent is going, everything. But then I heard about some other uses that aren't taking off yet, partially because we don't have this option at the ready. Most of us don't have these headsets at home. And if we do, maybe they're the not, you know, not the right brand for whoever is putting things out there. So I think there are barriers around access to this technology, but a bandwidth too. Yeah. I mean, all sorts of things. And they're, to make it truly immersive, you have to make it very customized. So my headset would be, you know, a different shape and size than yours might be. And that's so that you feel like you're really, really there. So the one that I saw that I absolutely loved was the use of it from NASA. And what they did was... That's odd. They They don't know much about technology. That's sort of strange. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and... It really got my wheels turning because up until this point, I'd only seen examples of the entertainment side or just cool stuff. Like there was one I tried on that um, it was an animator studio and they had done this crazy animation. You felt like you were in this super neon psychedelic garden. There was a singing cat. <laughs> and <see>. What? <laughs> every, <laughs> you felt like you were in Alice in Wonderland, basically. And so you were in this garden. But it was super cool and psychedelic, but what does that really do for anybody? And the thing with NASA was they were using it to train people on how to do things that otherwise you have to just get there. So the example I saw was the lunar rover. And they gave me a control for my hand, and I put on the headset and everything. And within the actual space, you felt like you were there. If you went over the moon, you could peer over and see the the earth from that angle, which was pretty spectacular. If you went the other way, guess what? You're on the dark side of the moon. There's nothing there. There's nothing to see. So um, there are craters, though, that you can't see. So you're driving, and all of a sudden, you would drop down in this crater. (laughs) And they put these little animated... like orbs that you were supposed to drive through. And the whole idea was to teach people how to do this before they're actually on the moon using the lunar <laughs> rover. Right. And that is a spectacular use for this technology, I think. And it also allows somebody like me, who's never going to have that training, to experience something that otherwise I would never in a million years be able to experience. And that is pretty spectacular. Yeah, and just think when it comes down to it, because I mentioned the human side of it, but there's a lot of other customer service applications that are going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Sales, too. Okay, so I want to buy a house in Seattle, and I live in New Jersey. That's now, right. Now, I'm not just looking at those little swipey pictures and the little one-room mm-hmm. one 360 tour. I mean, I'm going to walk through the house. That's right. Right? And, and when I- IKEA wants me to put together that nightmare of a box, <laughs> I'm actually going to go in there and like, they're going to like, you know, I can yes. move my hand with the hand and pick up the thing. And, you know, yeah. I mean, there's some amazing applications for service. 
Absolutely. And I think yeah, IKEA will still all have Swedish names, so you still won't know what you're doing. But <laughs> <laughs> um, pick up the Flufendagen. <laughs> but uh, I think, you know, there are so many applications, and I think that's where this in-home technology is so important because another example I heard about was, okay, let's say you're taking a trip internationally. You want to book your hotel. You want to go through the hotel, just like you're talking about with the house. You want to buy tickets at the Sydney Opera House, and you've never been there. You could buy the tickets, or before you buy the tickets, you could see what those seats would be like see, in a very cool way, right? Now, I just got through so, doing that for a concert a month ago, and I, or like six months ago, and the concert was a month ago, and I had to buy it for four other people, and I'd never been there, and I was yep. like really you know, trying to do a good job for everybody else. Yeah. And I had no clue. I mean, I, I was like getting Google pictures. They didn't have a lot on the website. And I mean, it was a pain in the butt. So That's I would right. have loved that. That would have been amazing. But the only way we can get there is if the technology we use to really experience the virtual reality is available. And I we're just not there yet. But things like Google Cardboard are making it more accessible. And the thing that I showed my kids was... You know, Google Cardboard, the way it works is you use your phone and you download an app and then that takes up a tremendous amount of storage, as you can imagine. Um, and then you put this cardboard on and because it's got the special lenses in it, it's pretty cool. You, it's, it's well done. It's not quite as cool as the big headset because you can't, I mean, it's just not as immersive. I right. But I downloaded this app that was all about the uh, solar system. So it literally kind of flies you through and then gives you little facts about the different planets. You can explore the moons, all of the different planets. Not that we have more than one, but other planets too. <laughs> Just to be clear, okay. don't send us letters um, <laughs> or tweets or anything. Um, but, you know, that is a great use for you think about how this could be applied to education. And that's pretty amazing too. And you could do different units on, you know, places to go and what did you see and look around for this. And I mean, even thinking about for engineering and surveying, um, you could probably get a lot done with this type of technology. So it's amazing stuff. And this is just virtual reality. The other big thing there was augmented reality. And that's where you put on the special lenses, basically. And you still see the real world, but you also see things with it. So you can sometimes see monsters like a T-Rex walking through the park or it, you can also see things like 3D imaging and um, all sorts of things around that too. So that one might be the big thing next year. I don't know. But it it felt like we're trying to bridge this gap between exactly what you were talking about, which is we're all human beings. We're all in this world together and there are certain things that just have to happen in real life. And yet we have all this amazing technology that sometimes can bridge that gap between a phone call or something impersonal and make it really like you're there, which is awesome stuff. And the fact that humans create this stuff, I'm just in awe of people. It is amazing. And I tell you, that'll be a whole new set of customer service. So this is my prediction based on this conversation. In 10 years, you and I are going to be uh, – 
teaching or talking about how your virtual reality needs to actually match your reality. So you're the people are going to be showing up. That's not the hotel you showed yes, me. <laughs> that's right. You need to keep it updated and do some uh, micro mapping on it. To we got sure, yeah. to mark this episode. We're going to be visionaries here. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. I mean, that's, there are all sorts of barriers right now. And I think they're all going to start crumbling pretty soon. And we're going to see this take off in the next few years. It's really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. And if you haven't tried Google Cardboard, it's literally $15. You can order one. And it's just worth it to check out because it gives you at least the idea of what this is. So, is and I a- tried the roller coaster app and it actually made me feel sick. I had to, <laughs> I had to uh, not do it. <laughs> nice. That's funny. Well, it is a brave new world, literally. It is. It is. That it's is pretty cool be stuff. Interesting. But, you know, it's funny. We talk about the digital divide and being disconnected. And since the digital world's not going away, I think we're going to continue to find ways to find that connection better digitally. Now, the mm-hmm. scary part's going to be the next generation who are going to, like, freak out like they ran into a polar bear when they actually run into a new stranger in their life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Wait, wait, that's a person. I only know mom and my brother. Or they're going to be like... You know, it's a person who, of course, we're connected eight eight ways virtually, you know, like they're going to know everybody because nobody will be a stranger. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll be able to look through their lenses and analyze like how many mutual friends they have. And yeah, that's what's next. No, well, it, could Boom. Get, it could get scary, too, actually. You know, it could be like bio scanning people and like, yeah, you, you're going on your first Tinder date and you're like, oh, that, uh, <laughs> they've got bad biochemistry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a suitable mate. This could be this could get really wacky now that I'm thinking about it. This should be fun. Yeah. But you know what? I think on the back to the customer service side, I think it will be really cool. I think it'll be more pro than con. I actually mm-hmm. think it will be a good thing for digital customer service because I think the digital world we you know, do customer service and customer experience in now is very difficult for how we're attuned as humans and it causes mm-hmm. a lot of the disconnections we have. And yes. if we can bridge that down the road, that will be wonderful. I agree. And I thought it was just really, really cool stuff too. Honestly, I wish I got and to I play with it. That's cool. Part of it. <laughs> that's part of it. Is it's just cool and it's fun, and I think there are a lot of uses that we have yet to see. So it's exciting. So let's be clear. Basically, we had a podcast episode because Jeannie had fun at the amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we had today. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> well, it's cool. I you, did have fun. Yeah, it's funny. I was like, oh, I'm not going to South by Southwest. I don't want to deal with the traffic. And you're like, I get to play in all this virtual reality and went to the moon. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds cool. Yep. I went to the moon. There you go. That's my new tagline. (laughs) All right. Well, we are going to take you all to the moon with our next episode. But for now, we hope you enjoyed episode 103 of Crack the Customer Code. You can see the show notes for this and all episodes. Subscribe and send Genie feedback at (laughs) crackthecustomercode.com. And thank you to Audible for sponsoring this episode and for making me a hypocrite since I said it was (laughs) ad-free. Sign up for your free trial at audibletrial.com slash customercode. I'm Jeannie Walters. Sign up for customer experience webinars at cxwebinar.com and connect with me at 360connects.com. And I'm Adam Tapport. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and training at customersatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.